0: hello friends (laughs) what that's like
1: rob bell right there i don't know it just seems for some reason the introduction just seems awkward this time so i think we just
0: i was trying to say hi to my friends
1: (laughs) i know hello Hello. there (laughs) hello there
0: welcome to another (laughs) episode of kitchen table convos my name is tito and i'm amanda well i'm gonna take a wild guess Okay. I'm gonna take a wild guess that if you're listening to this, you're just like us right now. <clears throat> and you're probably thinking, I'm gonna just take a guess that you are thinking, Oh, I need a break. That's fair. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's a fair statement to, to to assume that you the listener is thinking, oh, <clears throat> I need a break.
1: Yeah we all have a collective sigh
0: (laughs) that needs to be had
1: (sighs) just get it out
0: yeah do you need a break because we need a break yes from what you might ask (laughs) i don't know i don't i don't feel like i need to explain what we need a break from
1: it doesn't even need to be named at this point yeah we all we all know what's happening this this thing
0: that shall not not be named
1: The Voldemort of 2020 it
0: rhymes with Voldemort
1: <laughs> it truly is the Voldemort of 2020 yeah that's
0: yeah yeah so the whole world is experiencing this thing
1: <laughs> Voldemort's and
0: power when uh, Voldemort's power and and we are inundated with info left and right a million miles a second and yes. sometimes it can be a little overwhelming.
1: Very much so. And
0: right now, we feel like we need a little break.
1: Give me a break.
0: Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that.
1: Candy bar.
0: Fancy feast. (laughs) Football cream.
1: (laughs) Football cream?
0: Yeah, that was from the office. I thought that's what you were going with.
1: I don't know what football cream is. I mean, neither.
0: I don't want to (laughs) know. No. I really don't want to know what football cream is.
1: No.
0: Yeah. So I think everybody feels the same where it's just like, we need a little break. And I think it's perfect for a podcast episode, especially the kitchen table convos, Mm -hmm. because we really don't talk about anything. It's It's a very... It's a very free-flowing conversation that really doesn't get into, like, ridiculously heavy topics that you have to overthink about. Yeah.
1: The, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with
0: that. I and concur. And what I kind of like about us right now is that my initial reaction, since we're all experiencing this thing, is my reaction is just like, oh, we should record something and then put it out and record something and then put it out. Record something and put it out. <laughs>
1: You're in like stockpile. You want, you want to hoard podcast ideas. Everybody else right now wants to hoard toilet paper. Uh-huh. You want to hoard podcast episodes.
0: Yeah. Well, I just, in general, even without this thing mm-hmm. going on, I just want to have a bunch. Um, and the, the weird thing is that we've actually toned it down as far as the amount of output that we've we put out.
1: Yeah, I think in a large part, though, it's because you have to be in a certain headspace. Yeah. And it's been hard to just like get in a headspace of just not being overwhelmed a little bit with everything going on right now. So like when you get in that mode of like just so much coming in and so much uncertainty, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to sit down and just like have a fun conversation or a fun podcast even though that's probably when it's the most necessary yeah but it's hard to jump out completely of being a little stressed being a little overwhelmed
0: yeah like, i didn't want it to feel like a job or of an or an obligation or a, a responsibility because who am i to think that yeah. you listening to this thing is going to make you feel better it, I, might. it might and i hope it does but it's not like we're immune to feeling Like, we have to kind of think about it a little bit before we start talking.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I just like that and and that there's no timetable and, like, we have to put something out because it's the thing that's needed right now. Yeah. It's like, I have a lot of info coming in all at once Mm -hmm. and I need to process it a little bit and I don't want to pretend that we're having, like...
1: Yeah. Like, I... I mean I would be kind of sad if we got to the point where doing this podcast is number one, we felt like we had to do it and number two, we're like acting our way through it. Like that would Right. (laughs) That would be that would be weird. Yeah. At that point I wouldn't want to do this anymore anyway. Yeah. So I think us doing it on our timetable when we're ready is Yeah. What makes it good and what makes it fun. Yeah,
0: I think so too. Yeah. So we're recording this episode. I just want to be clear, it's not like we're trying to avoid reality, but I don't know. You and I are always constantly talking about this thing, like mm-hmm. nonstop. But we wanted this conversation to be more of a response to the overwhelming amount of stuff coming at us mm-hmm. and being very aware that we need to take a second or an hour.
1: We're pressing pause,
0: pressing pause, and just having a conversation. This is the perfect time to really have a conversation with people.
1: Sorry, I just thought of a dumb joke. What?
0: But- <laughs> you got to say it now. Dumb jokes with Amanda Mendoza.
1: <laughs> I was like, you just have to press pause. And I was like, Molly's like, I have four pause.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll give that one to you. We got Molly in the studio. She's chilling right now.
1: In her sweatshirt. In
0: her sweatshirt. She's loving this.
1: Her little hoodie. Oh, my gosh. If anybody loves the quarantine right now and mm-hmm. like... You said some... What?
0: You said the word.
1: I thought we... Oh, I thought we weren't saying like Voldemort.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know. I thought all the words that deal with Voldemort Oh. is off the table.
1: Oh, um. well, if anybody is enjoying this period of their lifetime... <laughs> It's Molly because I'm just kidding. she has us twenty four seven. I'm
0: just kidding. There's no rules into what you can and <laughs> cannot like you can't, say. You
1: can't, you can't make throw rules at me as we go.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> that I'm not aware of. No. But yeah. anyway, yeah, Molly's like, she's loving this. She's yeah never alone. So much attention, so many cuddles, four paws.
0: She's taking four paws.
1: <laughs> she's not just taking a pause. Yeah. She's taking four
0: paws. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on uh. before people tune out. <laughs> All right. So this episode, I think just to keep it lighthearted, let's talk about things that people, our friends, you, the listener, might not know about us. Mm. Okay. So I guess I, a lot of these things that we've thought of that we kind of discussed a little bit prior to recording this, a lot of it is going to be more of like childhood things. Mm-hmm. that. Man, I don't even know if you know some of the stories I'm going to say.
1: I don't know. You said something about that earlier. Yeah. I, was like, I don't know. You prob- you I know. probably
0: have told you the stories, but just in case. Yeah. So things that people might not know about us. And I broke it down into three categories. Mm-hmm. Um, one, childhood loves. So like things that we loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, two, activities. So activities that we were involved in that you might not know about us or we mm-hmm. don't do anymore. It's not a big part of our life now. Right. Um, and then three, we'll end it with guilty pleasures. Ooh. So things that we used to love that kind of a little embarrassed about. I have I, a, I have <laughs> I'm not lo- embarrassed about mine. I have a lot of those and I, I won't say some of them.
1: Now you just made it weird.
0: Yeah, it's too embarrassing.
1: I personally still enjoy my guilty pleasures that I listen to. I her. have a
0: lot of guilty pleasures that I'm not ashamed of. <laughs> but, all right. So, here we anyway. go. Mm-hmm. So, let's start with childhood love. So, things that when we were kids, we were just like very into certain worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess just to start off like real quick, just to get the the brain flowing. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite movie as a kid? Yeah. That's something that like it was like repeat on repeat?
1: On re- I wouldn't say it was on repeat necessarily, but like um I definitely kind of became obsessed with the Titanic.
0: Ooh. Is it the Titanic?
1: With Titanic. Titanic? I don't know. We'll have to
0: fact check that. <laughs> I think it's with Titanic.
1: The movie Titanic.
0: Yeah the The titanic Titanic. yeah 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 i know what you're talking
1: about the titanic was a ship but titanic i guess is the movie yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) go ahead that's it that was your favorite you're like no explanation just my favorite movie was the titanic
1: yeah um yeah i I don't know why i have no idea why i just really
0: i remember you telling me you used to know like all the lines
1: Well, that was like a weird thing I did as a kid in general. Like I would just, I was really good at memorizing movies or just remembering lines of movies. Really? And so I just would always like randomly, we would be driving down the car, driving down the car, driving down the road in the car. And I don't know, probably just out of me being bored, I would just be sitting there driving down the road and just randomly, you know, Jack, come back. Just like random, whatever random line. Really? Or random scene from... I did it a lot with the Titanic, but also um, I think I had like a lot of like... I don't know if it was The Lion King or The Jungle Book or... I don't know, just any movie that I had seen quite a bit or enough that I remembered large portions of it.
0: Were you good at just memorizing or...
1: I must have been or...
0: Because you said you didn't repeat it all the time. It was just more
1: it, I think it was just if I was bored and felt the need to entertain myself or if it was just quiet in the car and I'm like it's too quiet and I would just Come back. S- start randomly Come back. and I had like some good chunks of it memorized that would probably like be really odd. Like the one part of the movie where Rose's fiance is, like, really mad at her, and he, like, flips the brunch table and, like, goes off on her. Like, I knew that whole scene, like, word for word.
0: That specific scene? Yes. Why? I I don't know. Wow. So you have a flair for dramatics. <laughs> Could be. You were like that with songs as well?
1: Uh, no. Because music wasn't big in our house growing okay. up. So I don't... I don't think... I don't think so
0: more movies
1: it was more movies that I was exposed to a lot or just probably just really liked yeah um I would just tend to memorize large portions of them and for whatever reason I really liked Titanic and the story and I think I liked um you know it took place in the early 1900s and everything just looked like it was really pretty and, like, all of Rose's dresses and, like, the big fancy hats. Oh, so and you were into all that. Yeah, like, it was just, I liked the aesthetic of the movie as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was just into it.
0: Yeah. My favorite movie was, the first one that I can kind of remember that I, like, really loved was Space Jam.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: w- that, was my, that was my go-to movie, Space Jam.
1: I vaguely remember that movie as yeah. a kid. Yeah.
0: One, the soundtrack is amazing. Uh-huh. The space jam, the space jam soundtrack is like perfect. Mm. And then,
1: is there a particular song from
0: the um, soundtrack? Basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Jones. Ooh, baby, ooh. ooh.
1: it's been so long that doesn't even sound slightly familiar
0: to me I don't know what they're saying but it was like the the monsters so like they're the aliens Uh they had a theme song
1: okay and that was their song yeah
0: I think it was track five if I remember
1: (laughs) track five I don't even wow you remember the order
0: I used to be like obsessed with that cd Mm -hmm. like I had that cd
1: I like, I had the, the soundtrack from Shrek.
0: Shrek was good too. Yeah. That's a good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, Shrek's classic.
1: What's that? The Smath, Smash Mouth song? That, yeah. The one song? All Star? Yeah. 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 yeah everybody knows that
0: song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Space Jam was my jam. And <laughs> because, like, basketball was, like, my number one love.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like,
0: from the <laughs> Philippines, like, basketball was, like, my first hobby. Mm-hmm. i guess like my my dad used to like he got me jerseys like uh chicago bulls jersey oh mm-hmm. had 23 on it and then um mendoza on the back and then okay. i also had an or this is really odd too because we moved to florida orlando area mm-hmm. i had an orlando magics jersey
1: how weird
0: yeah i have a picture was that of
1: it so just random like he just saw that jersey um, and was like Oh, i'm th- gonna buy this because i think
0: i it had a number one so it was penny hardaway i think okay. was a player that i <laughs> liked um but yeah i mean i was all about michael jordan and kobe rest in peace mm-hmm. like i was just obsessed with i was more obs- i was just michael jordan like i liked the jordan shoes like yeah i was all into that yep. i did the trading cards
1: oh interesting
0: and funny story about that I I would collect, like, Michael Jordans, right? Mm-hmm. So, and they were, I don't know why, I just wanted them. Mm-hmm. So I had a few that were, like, my prized possessions. Okay. And in the Philippines, like, there would be kids in the neighborhood that would be trading cards. Like, actual trading. So that
1: was a big thing.
0: I guess, yeah. It was just, yeah. like, trading or whatever. So we would all look at each other's binders, right? Nice. yeah. But mm-hmm. I did not want to get rid of any of my michael jordan cards so i would hide secret stash yeah you know like i'm just like i'm not i'm not putting this out here (laughs) nobody's gonna even though and this is why i was maybe too nice even though if they were like oh can i get your michael jordan for two like this and this Uh
1: uh-huh
0: i could have said no right but i just didn't (laughs) want the conflict
1: that makes sense (laughs) isn't that a big tell of who i am yeah, you'd yeah. just rather avoid the whole situation. Yeah,
0: I made a bad trade. Oh. Yeah. I think, so Michael Jordan's sidekick was the Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah. So I had a Scottie Pippen card. Uh-oh. And because it wasn't a Michael Jordan card, it was left away. in the binder. So we were all looking and all that stuff. And the kid was like, oh, what do you want? What do you want for the Scottie Pippen? Mm-hmm. So I said, I probably did something like, what do you got? And all that. Uh-huh and he was like i'll give you grant hill for St- scotty pippen okay and like grant hill was cool like detroit pistons player um but like i was just so diehard chicago bulls fan mm. but i was too nice to say no
1: and so you gave so it to him anyway. i gave
0: him my Scottie pippen card oh. and i just got a grant hill card another ironic thing mm. i moved to michigan <laughs>
1: Because this was in the Philippines. This was
0: in the Philippines, yeah. Whoa. In the deep parts of my memory, I remember hiding my Michael Jordan cards and losing my Scottie Pippen.
1: <laughs> that's really sad. But also a good thing that you hid your Michael Jordan cards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they probably, ar- around those times, like basketball cards, I-, I don't think they're of value. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's only a certain range that's actually valuable nowadays. <clears throat> I don't think I was in that era where I think basketball cards were just too... There was too too much of of them. them. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So, yeah, I was, like, all into basketball and um, Space Jam. That was my thing. Do you have any other weird Um, kind of loves?
1: I mean, I was obsessed with Nancy Drew books. Really? Like, I loved them. What
0: are are those, like?
1: Mysteries. Mysteries. Mysteries? Okay. Like, little short... I've heard novels. of Nancy Drew, but. Oh my gosh, I loved them. Every book had 20 chapters. Wow. Yep.
0: Who are they? Is that the author? Is Nancy Drew? Is it a. Character? No,
1: no, no. no. Uh, ooh. Carolyn. Carolyn Keene? Mm hmm. Possibly. Do I need to look it that? Was the author? That is like way off the top of my head, but I. Th- Feel like that's right or that's very close.
0: Okay, while I look that up, explain a little bit of Mm. what type of stories you read from these.
1: Yeah, they were literally just like Nancy Drew Nancy Drew Drew was this girl detective. Her dad was a lawyer. She had her boyfriend Ned and her She had a boyfriend? Yep. And her best How old was she? I don't know. Her best friend Betsy, I think her name was. Was Is it Carolyn Keene? Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. K-E-E-N-E. Yeah.
0: Yes. Very nice.
1: See, I remember some things. Um, and it was like she would just find herself in these random situations. Like she would be going away on vacation like with her best friend. as like a best friend getaway or something, right? And then all of a sudden events would turn. Dun, dun, dun. And it would be like Nancy Drew and the hidden passageway in the old inn. And it would just lead to, like, some crazy, like, I found a clue. And just random adventures, random stories. And for some reason, like, the actual police and detectives were never around and never capable, I guess, of taking on whatever case she found herself in the middle of. (laughs) Because she was always the one to solve it. Always the one to figure it out.
0: I'm sorry, I forgot how you said how old she was. I don't know. Like, teenager?
1: I don't know. She had a boyfriend and a best friend and oh. she could like go on vacation by herself. So oh, okay. Maybe like 20s. She could drive.
0: Oh, okay. So, so early
1: early to mid 20s. I don't know. Yeah.
0: No idea. Interesting. <laughs> um, you would think that they've made shows on, like it'd be easy yeah. like seasons for yeah, like a I TV show.
1: I don't know if if they've made any of the books into movies or not. but And then every book was numbered. Mm-hmm. So you always wanted to like, I always wanted all of them Mm -hmm. because I think there were just over a hundred books maybe in the entire series, like a hundred to 120 maybe. yeah And because, I don't know, this is probably like an OCD element of me as a kid. If you have them on your bookshelf and you're missing numbers in between. Oh, it has to be in order. Like you have to, yeah, number one, they're in order. And then if you're missing a number, it's like, I need number 12 or number like whatever. So
0: that's so smart.
1: I never got to all through all of them, but I got through like a really.
0: So you would buy them in order. No. Oh, okay.
1: No, you didn't have to read them in order because all the stories were separate and like nothing carried over to the next one. Mm-hmm. So you d- you definitely didn't have to read them in order. I think the first one was like Nancy Drew and the Secret Clock or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, uh, like just obsessed with Nancy Drew and then that kind of led to me like really enjoying just other mystery novels in general or like thriller type.
0: Interesting.
1: Things. So I've always really liked mysteries. Yeah. Or like psychological thrillers and or there's like a puzzle and you have to figure out like what happened.
0: You've always been a reader and yeah I've never been a reader. I I mean that still goes to this day. Yeah. I, I just I was more... I listened to a lot, mm-hmm. I watched a lot, mm-hmm. but I never read. For some reason, that just wasn't my way of, like, input, yeah. like, getting stories.
1: Yeah, I think...
0: I wish I was a little bit more like that.
1: Yeah, well, I think a couple things that fed into it was, number one, like, music was not very big in our household. Like, we yeah. would li- we would have a radio, so, you know, yeah. you could sit and l- listen to the radio in your room, but yeah. we were only allowed to listen to one of two stations. <laughs> right, So... You know there wasn't that much to listen to i guess
0: yeah that was and, opposite for mine right my family yeah
1: and then as far as tv like we didn't have cable mm-hmm. so a lot of the shows that a lot of kids like in my generation grew up watching like yeah. i never got to see them because we didn't have nickelodeon we didn't have i don't know We oh, <laughs> yeah, have like big networks and we're stuff gonna have where. to we're gonna have so, to go
0: back and watch some old school nick
1: yeah like i saw i've seen some stuff because my grandmother had cable so it was like vacation whenever we got to go to her house. And like, yeah. I remember watching like the temple runner
0: yeah, yeah. challenge yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah. or
1: whatever it was like,
0: gosh, what's the title of temple of uh, temple of doom, temple of doom maybe yeah. something like
1: that. And I'm going to Google that again. A couple other random TV shows that I would catch at her house. But you know, for the most part we didn't have cable. So, um, I just, luckily I enjoyed reading. And so I just read a lot of books when I was a kid.
0: The Secret Legends of the Hidden Temple, Temple of Doom is um, uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones,
1: (laughs) (laughs) close enough. Yeah, but I loved watching that show. Oh my gosh, yeah. And it had like the big tiki man that like his jaw would drop, and you could like run. I don't know.
0: You missed out on so much if you didn't have Nickelodeon. Yeah. Like, do you remember Figure It Out? No. Oh man.
1: Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of things if you like Like throw the
0: slime like people get slimed and all that
1: they kind of had that in the oh
0: temp- yeah i guess in the they temple did. show yeah. so
1: like i had i didn't see that particular show but i remember that being elements of like kid game shows yeah back in the day
0: but like no nick jr shows like mm-hmm. franklin the turtle
1: i knew franklin of the hey, turtle it's but i knew of him from a book
0: oh not, yeah i mean not yeah. from there TV. you go again with your books <laughs> like there was smarter than all the kids
1: (laughs) (laughs) there was was the little teddy bear with the corduroy pants and he would always lose a button off his pants was that a tv show as well or only a book
0: i don't know
1: i forget his name forget the teddy bear's name
0: there were so many shows that we like the amount of shows and like characters and storylines that Mm -hmm. we're we're taking in as kids so much there's so much
1: like Amelia Bedelia. Oh my god! I don't know if there's any other like people like. Hold on,
0: that's ringing a bell, but like I I'm blanking completely. Really? That name was just like whoa.
1: I actually would love to see if they have some of her books on those books on Amazon. It's like this clumsy maid uh-huh. who she was just like ridiculous and always frazzled and always doing like something wrong and like just stupid stuff, but it was really funny mm. and just like. Was this a book as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they were also books.
0: I'm not being constant. Um, is this a book? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Like, the American Girl dolls, and mm-hmm. they all had series that went along with them. So, just, I don't know. Maybe that's why I was good at memorizing movies, because I just ah. read so much. And, like, if I can visualize a story in my head, like, I can follow it, and I yeah. can remember it.
0: Your imagination is probably way higher than mine. <laughs>
1: Maybe. I Visual. Don't know. Just with different, probably in a different way. In a different way. Yeah. Because yeah. I would I would highly argue the opposite. Yeah. But. Anyway, well. What's another one of yours?
0: I was a little bit more hardcore.
1: Oh. Do tell.
0: No books here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know what this one what? is. What? What? This is going to be like WrestleMania. Yep, yeah. absolutely.
0: <laughs> so I used to be obsessed <laughs> with. Back in the day, it was called WWF, Mm -hmm. which is World Wrestling Federation. Mm -hmm. But they changed it to WWE because of copyright things with Mm. World something. It's like a foundation or something like that. Mm. They just changed it to WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. But WWF was a wrestling league. Same with WCW. Okay. Before they all merged at some point. Okay. The merging and then the changing of the names was way after me but before then there was wcw and wwf okay and i loved wrestling
1: was this like the ufc and bellator
0: yes okay very similar that explains a lot actually why i'm
1: into i got into
0: mma ufc
1: it actually does because whenever i hear you like tell stories about you as a kid watching uh-huh. wrestling and like how hype you get and how much you remember the characters. Yeah. It seems so polar opposite of you. But then... Totally. Like, oh, but we also watch MMA yeah. now as adults. So yeah. I guess it actually does make sense. But like, I just can't see yeah. little Tito. It,
0: it's kind of sad that I grew out of it because even now there's a huge fan base absolutely i watched a couple you and i watched a couple clips on youtube we showed i showed you Mm -hmm. a couple current clips Mm -hmm. and when you're not into that world it seems very cheesy
1: it's so ridiculous
0: it's so ridiculous but for some reason if if you buy into the storylines and you just Mm kind of accept the fact that it's a little bit cheesy yeah it's it was something that I really enjoyed as a kid and maybe as a kid it was easier to accept because yeah. I didn't think about oh their writing is so cheesy. Right. I just thought of the characters that they created the yeah. storylines and the backstabbing the the behind the scenes um, coups that they would make to to betray someone. Which is
1: crazy because as somebody who had only ever seen like random clips on tv as you're flipping through channels like yeah you would never know that there were actually backstories to any of this right because i didn't know that like i just yeah. thought it was two random people walked into a ring did their little like choreographed mm. oh yeah thing, i couldn't and then I couldn't, that would be the end of it
0: yeah i couldn't miss a night because <laughs> there would be like so my parents would make me go to bed mm-hmm. right bedtime mm-hmm. and i would always they probably knew
1: would you sneak into the hallway?
0: Well, we were lucky and had a TV in our room. Oh. <laughs> but, so I would turn it on mm-hmm. volume one.
1: Yep. I've done this a few times in my yeah. day.
0: And just like paranoid that my, my dad was going to, because at the time we lived in our very first house in Michigan. Okay. And my brother and I had a room upstairs. Yep. So it would be like one ear to the door, just seeing if my dad was coming. <laughs> And then me just watching <laughs> uh-huh. the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was just like.
1: I had a couple hallway moments where yeah. I would sneak out of bed because I'd go to bed at like eight o'clock probably. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> but there would still be a show on and my parents would send me to bed in the middle of the show because it was like no questions asked in bed by 830. But I'm like, but the show just started and I'm never going to know how it ends. So there were a couple times I I'd remember. sneak into the hallway and like.
0: Yeah, watch. I don't remember if there was a specific bedtime Mm -hmm. or how long a bedtime lasted. Lasted, Right?
1: Like when did they stop sending us to bed? Because I definitely had like a non-negotiable, non-negotiable bedtime. Mm. I feel like for a really long time, but I don't know when that dropped off.
0: Hmm. Junior
1: high, maybe. I don't know late elementary years i have no idea but i remember like my parents would be like oh okay go to bed
0: (laughs) yeah and uh, yeah i I don't know i just like i just remember sneaking and watching yeah
1: yep you had to i had to i did that with titanic
0: really yeah you snuck it in yeah oh because of the nudity scene
1: probably because i was probably only allowed to watch the first half of the movie for the longest time and like i wanted to know what happened one
0: of your french girls (laughs) That what she says? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. If your parents found out you were watching that.
1: Shh, don't tell them. I don't know if they listen here. Hit the books. (laughs) That's why I always read.
0: Get thrown in your room a bunch of books. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tito's over here watching watching Stone Cold Steve Austin.
1: Who was your favorite? The Rock?
0: Ooh, no. Um, I like The Rock because the rock had such great lines his eyebrow he calling people jabronis <laughs> <laughs> listen you jabroni um like you can't get better than calling someone a jabroni like i don't even know if that's a cuss word in another language but it's just so good
1: it's like pepperoni but yeah. not
0: he he'd call everybody jabronis and candy asses <laughs>
1: <laughs> what does that mean he
0: just had so many one liners i i would say the rock has like the he just got people like he, people bought into those dumb lines mm-hmm. and whenever he would say it he would just get everybody to be saying it with them mm-hmm. like
1: he was good at getting the crowd yeah so every it. city
0: that, they, that he would visit he'd be like whenever he'd get on the mic he'd mm-hmm. be like finally the rock has come back to whatever city and people would go nuts people go nuts but the rock wasn't like my all-time favorite it it like kind of varied okay so i would say the wcw which was like another one at the time mm-hmm. for some reason i really liked sting okay and sting had
1: was he the one with the black and white kind of like striped? yes yeah
0: okay yeah so he had Yeah, Sting. And then, like, he'd have moves called, like, the Scorpio Splash or something like that.
1: The only reason why I know this is because my best friend through, like, third and fourth grade, Mm -hmm. she also loved wrestling. Really? So I would see, like, random things from her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Sting. And then WWF... I would probably go Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. Because he was just so badass. And Mm -hmm. then, like, he'd walk up, like... He was so angry all the time. And then when he'd get in the ring, he'd just people would throw beers at him. He'd oh. catch it and then just like chug it. <laughs> it's perfect for a for an eight-year-old child. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Great source of entertainment.
0: Yeah. I was super into it. It it carried all the way probably to my probably still to like sixth maybe to junior high, maybe a little before that. Okay. Because I remember, man, I bought a cassette because I don't think CD players
1: no, were I don't. quite a thing yet. No.
0: Around like third or fourth grade.
1: Oh, definitely not. But... Not at that point.
0: Um, WWF released um, a tape mm-hmm. of everybody's entrance music or at least the most popular wrestler's entrance music. <laughs> okay. So I would be like, listening in my like my walkman cassette player yep pretending to be a wrestler wrestler and doing the walk
1: oh <laughs> you would i yeah. can see that
0: yeah because the way the the stone cold uh, stone cold um his theme music starts off with a glass breaking <laughs> okay <laughs> and then people go nuts ah! oh no stone cold steve house is coming
1: i could see it it was
0: nuts i was so into it
1: with your little walkman yeah
0: so i guess now i'm connecting the two together like something about even though i moved past it there's an aspect of people's stories and like this trying to get to the belt in ufc in ufc yeah like me And we'll talk about this at some point because I kind of got you into it, Mm -hmm. surprisingly. I know. Nobody would. I I don't even know if my friends, like close friends, really know how into it we are.
1: I don't think so.
0: And it's fine. I like keeping it to ourselves, and I guess you know (laughs) that you know. But yeah, UFC, MMA, mixed martial arts is something that we're really into, and we we've actually the past few years we've gotten to really be invested in people's storylines and yeah. they're, they're real storylines right but it's it's someone's journey to the belt mhm and whether it's
1: which is the championship
0: yeah basically right and and like that top of that mountain mhm and then also seeing how people handle being at the top of the mountain and keep staying up there mm-hmm. or if they lose seeing how they respond to it yeah it's a very human kind of journey that you get to watch yeah at the most purest level
1: yeah when you have really good ones like there's actually a lot of like good life lessons yeah to be learned and yeah if you can move past yeah that happen and it's it's just interesting i don't know it, you get sucked in
0: right that was fun let's uh let's move on uh second segment activities activities that people might not have known you used to do
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: So I guess I'll start. Okay. Did you know?
1: Is this the one you think I don't know?
0: No. Oh, okay. Did you know that I used to be a powerlifter?
1: I knew that. Okay. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. Powerlifter for one season, guys. <laughs> but guess what?
1: Were you the best?
0: I went no. Oh. I went to one meet. And you won. No.
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I did place third, and I got a nice. br- bronze medal. Yeah. It's probably somewhere around here
1: probably i don't know
0: but i went to one meet as a power lifter and i won bronze but i just knew that was my last meet because
1: you had other obligations
0: that yeah like my main thing in school was marching band yeah and still like i talked a little bit before i like to fit i i tried to fit in so Mm -hmm. i tried to stay somewhat athletic here and there Mm -hmm. because i used to love basketball but Everybody got taller than me. So (laughs) I still stuck with, like, I still knew a lot of, like, the athletic people. Right. um, But my main love turned into marching band and music and all that. But I decided to join powerlifting.
1: I could see that, though. Like, I feel like you actually have a really good, even though, like, you're short, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you have a really good build Mm -hmm. for being a powerlifter. Thanks, babe. (laughs) It just, I think you do.
0: Well, in high school, so this is when I joined, was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned in the past as well that I was a, I, I was a bigger fella. Mm-hmm. And so I was big and short, so I was really stocky. Yeah. And then when I started powerlifting, mm-hmm. like the gains that I would get just yeah. from powerlifting, it was i think it was pretty good for Mm -hmm. my age i guess Mm -hmm. i guess i don't know i'm sure my form was crap (laughs) but i just still lifted it yeah or whatever so the reason why i knew i it just wasn't for me okay even though i went to the meet yeah and i got third place
1: was it everybody screaming
0: kind of yeah oh it was it yeah so you go to this meet right and you have high schoolers and when i think about it now it's like these are babies Mm -hmm. right and so people in my division because we had it was by weight. Right. Um before they would go up to to do the lift. So it was powerlifting is three main lifts. Mm-hmm. You have the bench press, yeah, the squat, mm-hmm. and then the deadlift. Yep. So you only get like one try or two tries per for weight. It, yeah, for it okay. to to qualify mm-hmm. as your weight. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know all the rules. I don't remember. Um but everybody around me was so serious Mm. and it was a little bit scary yeah one that sticks in my mind particularly is that one time right before this kid's about to do his squat or whatever Mm -hmm. he sniffed this bottle oh and like he just sniffed it and it just went crazy (laughs) like he went nuts what
1: did he have like I, smelling salts i think it was
0: something? like ammonia or something
1: Ooh! it was
0: something weird i was just like and like he had like the tight lifting shirts yeah where it would be very tight so it'd help you push oh and so he just got super hype and it was a like little bit terrifying the hulk <laughs> i was like this guy's in my division so i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get whooped yeah and like me i was wearing a regular t-shirt and shorts <laughs> But Did you beat him? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So I was just like, oh, okay. So people are really into it. Yeah. And they were kids. Yeah. I probably just had like headphones on, listening to music or something like that, mm-hmm. listening to Thunderstruck or something by ACDC before I left.
1: You were like the chill kid out of the group. Well, I just
0: didn't know what to expect because it was my first one. Yeah and i just didn't realize it was going to be people like super into it
1: yeah that so. would be very intimidating yeah i could see you being really good at that sport though
0: i think i was at at the time or at least i i, I was decent at it mm-hmm. um yeah being short and stocky helps yeah with that kind of sport
1: you have a good center of gravity
0: yeah that's what i like <laughs> to call it <laughs> good center of gravity. But I, I like got a know. lot of gravity.
1: <laughs> no, I I don't know.
0: Yeah. Do you remember me around those times?
1: I didn't know that you were a power. That leader. kid I has rem- a low
0: center of gravity. <laughs> Looking cute.
1: <laughs> I would say my earliest memories of you would be senior year of high school. Okay. Potentially before that, but because of like collage concerts and stuff like you playing your little saxophone yeah
0: i i think probably similar to you probably junior senior year yeah it's when you came to when you noticed me i noticed you
1: was it when i got bangs (laughs) what (laughs) what are you talking
0: was that like a like a a shift it might have been a phase shift in your
1: yeah that was a big big life moment
0: (laughs) It's like those teen movies where, like, they, they get a makeover and then all of a sudden everybody notices. Yeah, I just
1: got bangs. Who's that?
0: <laughs> Is that Amanda Graves?
1: <laughs> she looks different. <laughs> <laughs> the bangs, the side Maybe bangs. Maybe it's the bangs. Could have
0: been. Those bangs.
1: Might have been. Yeah. I
0: don't know. What about you? What, what were some activities that people might not have known about you? We, we kind of previewed it a little bit.
1: Have we I don't remember anymore. Well,
0: when you <laughs> slipped on ice. Oh. I was like how could you slip on ice? You used to be an ice skater. Oh. Figure skater.
1: Yeah. I mean that that was my big my big thing that I did. Yeah. I was obsessed with figure skating for a while when I was a kid. Like I loved watching it. Michelle Kwan was my girl.
0: That was that she was the Still one.
1: Still bitter that she never won the Olympics.
0: Why? Because it... Oh, Tara Lipinski.
1: Tara Lipinski. Michelle's routine was better, but...
0: I, I'm curious. I don't know. In the figure skating world, and I wonder if you've ever looked into this, mm-hmm. what's the consensus?
1: I think it's very divided between if you were a Michelle Kwan fan versus a Tara Lipinski fan. Oh. I don't know. Um. That That would actually be really interesting to look into Mm -hmm. because i i remember at the time when tara beat out michelle it was a little controversial in general Mm. and some people were very surprised and so i i think it was very split at the time but it would be interesting to go back and like
0: actually try to research
1: it again and i mean (coughs) i don't think i could ever watch it with an unbiased mind because i loved michelle kwan like i was obsessed
0: even now you can't be
1: like impartial yeah no just because it's just like so deep like i was team michelle all the way and then you were into it i was and then when she got to go back four years later she got bronze and didn't get the gold again and it was just heartbreaking and at that point she was too old so
0: she was like your athlete like hero your childhood hero you would say
1: i would say so yeah like if i had to pick one it was definitely her like i I remember watching, I don't know how I started. Like, I don't know how I initially got into it or anything. But I just remember, like, I would always watch it on TV. And I would, like, practice in my living room. Like, I would mimic, like, the jumps and the spins and, like, the moves and stuff they would do. Because I would just want to learn. Yeah. And at the time from, um, like, church group and stuff, one of my best friends at church, she was actually taking ice skating lessons at a nearby ice rink. And I would just like beg and beg my parents, like Danielle, that was my friend, like she does it. Like I just wanna do it. I just wanna like learn. I just wanna go. And I think over years maybe, <laughs> yeah. I just wore my parents down. Yeah. Um, to them finally like signing me up. And I don't know, I kind of feel bad because So you it's joined expensive. because
0: a friend of yours?
1: Well, I always wanted to do it. And okay. then I think like having known somebody who was already in that world and like having like an adult in that world that like my parents could talk to and kind of
0: do you remember the moment like when you went from not really knowing about it to Mm -hmm. going oh i want to do that
1: i feel like i always wanted to do it Mm. like i don't remember the first time i ever saw somebody figure skate yeah like i i don't know how the whole thing started like i don't have any memory of that um it must have been from a really young age because I probably started when I was around third to fourth grade Mm -hmm. taking lessons and so I don't know how many years prior to that I had begged my parents to like let me do it and then from just watching like every figure skating competition on TV like I would watch like nationals and worlds and the Olympics and any ice skating special that was on and I would watch like men's and women's. I would watch like the single skaters and the the pairs and like the ice dancing versus the pair. Like I knew right. I was in all of it. Um and yeah, I finally got to take lessons um for a couple years. Got to go to a competition.
0: You did a competition. I
1: did a competition. I meddled in my first competition, but oddly enough they gave a medal for fourth place
0: <laughs> so you got fourth place
1: so i got a fourth place medal <laughs> there you go but i got to did stand give, on a podium
0: did they give one for fifth place though no oh so you still you got the podium
1: so it was first through fourth which i've never in my life seen a fourth place medal but i have one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is that i don't know how gold a thing. silver bronze and
1: it's, <laughs> i think it's copper copper i think it's copper okay yeah i don't know really bizarre
0: that's funny
1: but i got a medal i also i did um i did a show and i believe you have seen this tape i, I, was, well,
0: I saw a little bit of it i yeah. was in the
1: wizard of oz um uh, like a performance of the wizard of oz yeah on ice i was i was one of the little soldiers that's in the witch's castle with the monkeys okay and i was because i was i was relatively good for the skill level, I was able to achieve, like, the less, whatever, like, tears I was able to move through. Like, I was I was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and so, I guess, because I was, like, the good one, I actually got a speaking line, and so I felt Ooh. really important.
0: Do you remember your line, Miss Fourth Place? Yes,
1: I do. <laughs> uh-huh. What was it? It was, this, it was after, so, Dorothy kills the witch, right? She throws, like, a bucket of water. Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. She, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> D- Dorothy kills the wicked witch of the west, maybe? Uh-huh. By throwing a bucket of water on her. And then I come up like all shocked and upset. And I put my hands on my hips and I point at Dorothy and I say, She, she's dead. You killed her.
0: Wow. So you were like accusing.
1: Yes, I I accused Dorothy. And then, but, but then it was okay because we were actually really happy. Um, because then we were like, what did we say? Like, yay, Dorothy, the wicked witch is dead. And then we all started dancing. Nice. So it came across it came across accusatory, yeah. But we were actually really happy.
0: Oh, okay. Because so they like, like
1: freed us, I think. Yeah. I think we were the witches' slaves or something like oh. that. Oh. So yes, I remember my line. Look
0: <laughs> at you! You got bumped up with yeah. a line. You get the credit at the end, ending scenes with mm-hmm. the line. I did. So how long total did you skate for?
1: Um, probably only about two to two and a half years. Okay. I think.
0: So you learned pretty quickly in that span of time. Like, was there a period where it was just, I would imagine when you're a kid Mm -hmm. and like say, say even like skateboarding or something like that, Mm -hmm. was there a time where it's like right in the beginning Mm -hmm. when you started doing it and you just fall yeah, and then going, oh, I probably can't do this. Did you ever think Uh, of it like that? Or was it like, okay, so you were okay with...
1: yeah i remember having some really bad falls Mm -hmm. that you know you would get like shaken up and like you would have to get off the ice for a minute and just like collect yourself Oh, like
0: hitting your head or something
1: i don't know if i ever hit my head directly but like some bad ones where like there were a couple different moves where um you would be like on one leg going forward and i remember one in particular my toe pick like the front of my skate like caught the ice and i went down and just like did a face plant onto oh. the ice <laughs> like,
0: you don't recover from that when you're an adult
1: yeah no <laughs> which is why like now i think i would be really scared to do things that i was learning then yeah because i'm much more aware of like th- being fragile <laughs> and <laughs> it's then so it's true. like oh i face planted give me two seconds i'll be back yeah i'm good i'm good i'm good and like <laughs> Just a couple of really bad, you know, like practicing jumps and not landing it and just like crashing and then like flying into like the sideboards or something like that happened several times and you just I don't know like as a kid I feel like you just get back up and like you just, you're able to shake it off a lot yeah. faster. Yeah, I do remember, and I don't know if they sent anybody to the hospital when this happened. Like I wasn't involved in it, but I was at the practice where it happened. Uh-huh. And if they hadn't, they probably should have. There were two people, um, you, you know, there were several of us on the ice were practicing, and these two were practicing i don't know what they were about to do i don't know if they were setting themselves up to like do it like a jump Mm -hmm. so they were both building a lot of momentum oh no coming from opposite directions (sighs) they couldn't see each other okay and they slammed in like it was bad into you not into me like into each other
0: i thought you got sandwiched
1: no i didn't okay i was like on the other side of the rink i think but these two just like head-on collision, like concussions like i don't i don't know if we knew enough back then they probably just like let the kids like sit for a few minutes and then oh go back, you're fine. Oh, yeah. But like they mm-hmm. hit so hard and the I mo- felt so bad. The
0: more skilled I'm sure the skills are, the risk of injury and con- mm-hmm. concussion. It's like I would yeah. They probably didn't know.
1: No, and it's it's hard because you have to like when you're practicing, like it's a public mm-hmm. arena. So there's other like kids open of all skill well, yes and no, like you pay for ice time, so I think they staggered a little bit. Yeah. Um, but you still have people of all skill levels. Like you could have somebody who just graduated in a sense from all of their classes and they're now like working one on one with a coach, but they're still very like um what's the word? Not juvenile, novice mm-hmm. level, like so like very beginner level yeah. with juvenile. Kids <laughs> who, <laughs> I was like what's the word? <laughs> I gotcha. Um like so very still even though you've made your way through all the levels and you're now like coached Mm one-on-one you're still very beginner level but you have other kids who've been doing this for years and are like competing in bigger competitions on the ice at the same time as you and so you're all practicing together and you have to be very aware because i mean especially the bigger kids that are like really good like when they're going like they're just flying yeah you're like I'm just over here like scooting along trying to practice my little spin with like barely any movement. And then these other people are flying by you. So it became like this. You just had to be very aware of where you were at all times. And, you know, very frequently almost getting run over. Because you're also a little kid. So you're just like... like,
0: Yeah. uh, So two and a half years, you said?
1: Something like that. It wasn't a super long time, but it was a few years. Was
0: there a reason why you got out of it or... Um, was it just like you weren't interested in it anymore?
1: I think Membership the... Membership fees? I think the biggest reason was money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because I think I was getting frustrated with... I I think I had like a natural ability mm-hmm. in that area. But um, I don't think my parents were quite able to afford enough time for me on the ice. To keep it and going. And enough time with a coach one-on-one. For me to really improve mm, so yeah. i think i was starting to get bored yeah and starting to lose a little bit of interest because at that because point you weren't
0: being challenged is that what it was
1: or i just didn't have the opportunity to keep learning and really keep getting better yeah because at that point like if you want to be on the ice five days a week versus one day a week you have to pay for all That's those days lot. and all those hours yeah. that you're going to be there yeah so at a certain point and then also, if you're going to be with a coach every single time, like that's even more expensive. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, I think I was only going into the rink one day a week for an hour at a time. And I was only with a coach every other week.
0: So it just wasn't So within enough. a
1: month, I would have like two hours of time with a coach. Right. And the other week, I was on my own to practice certain things. But it was just at a certain point, an hour a week isn't yeah good for me to grow and like keep learning and keep getting challenged and like keep getting helped in ways i need to be helped yeah so i think because of that i started losing interest some interest and i just wasn't my skill level wasn't able to grow because outside of being on the ice um you know other kids are taking like weight training classes and they're taking ballet classes And a bunch of other stuff to help with agility and building strength and all of that stuff. And I wasn't getting any of that. Yeah. So I just reached a level very quickly where in my early years when I was going through those basic classes, I was really, really good. Mm -hmm. But that only got me so far to where I really needed more coaching and more training. Yeah. And it just wasn't available.
0: That's so tough. It's so tough because those after school programs or just any activity in general There's a lot of money that goes into it. I mean, I think about like how much my parents spent on musical instruments Mm -hmm. and musical lessons. Like I did lessons every week. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah. It's an investment because, you know, you have, like I said, you have whatever your ice time is. You have time with a coach. I don't know if you just had like yearly dues to the club or if Mm they're potentially monthly. Yeah. I don't know and then if you want to do a competition like you're paying for registration fees yeah you're paying for like costumes and you oh, know right. at yeah. a certain point you need to get better skates because of the material the blades are made out of and the boots and the leather quality mm-hmm. with the stone it quality and, higher and it higher just and keeps higher. Yeah. growing so it's it's not a cheap sport at all and yeah. so it just became something that just wasn't sustainable
0: well, yeah yeah that's unfortunate yeah but I, I will say, you still have a pair of skates. I do, and and we don't do it that often. But when I when we do go during like the holidays or something mm-hmm. like that, and we go to an ice rink, I love watching you skate. I yeah. think you're so good at it. Thank you. And I mean, I'm sure you you're like oh, I can't do anything like fancy. Am too scared. <laughs> oh, I I get that, but still, you're you're still able anyway. to skating backwards. To me, is just. Super impressive, impressive. <laughs> i
1: can do that all day long oh yeah I can but
0: you <laughs> do it so smooth like i'm doing the motion right now yeah. and i'm just like like it's it's fun to watch you yeah um
1: so yeah that was my big
0: yeah I, you were actually it was a good transition but i didn't want to cut you off your wizard of oz yeah did you know i had a wizard of oz moment i don't know mm. i'm not sure I,
1: we'll, we'll end with this and Nothing's coming to mind.
0: Yeah. So we were going to do three sections, but the conversation is going really well. And we're only gone through two. Yeah. So we went childhood loves. And then right now we're talking about activities. Yep. Let's save guilty pleasures for another episode.
1: I'm totally okay with that. Because then one can, of mine is going to be a longer conversation. Yeah, because we can
0: build. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have some fun stories about that one.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, so Wizard of Oz moment. Did you know that I used to swing dance? Yes. You did?
1: Yes. I didn't know it was still the Wizard of Oz though.
0: Okay. So this was really only for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of ours, Shanna, uh-huh. her family owns a dance studio yep. in Flushing. And they had a recital that was Wizard of Oz themed. Okay. And one of the numbers, mm-hmm. you would call it, mm-hmm. is a swing dance uh like um what do you call it section i guess Mm -hmm. and they didn't have enough guys Mm -hmm. to be swing dance partners with with all of the the girls that they had in the in their class
1: so you got recruited
0: i got recruited by (laughs) Shanna, and it was me and casey baker
1: yep i remember this story
0: We've never introduced you to our friend Casey Baker.
1: Maybe one day.
0: Maybe one day, but he's one of the best people's ever. He's a good guy. Good character.
1: He's a fun,
0: fun, fun, fun person to talk fun to. Fun person, <laughs> great beard, great... Cool tattoo. Cool tattoo. Yeah,
1: he's got a nice tattoo. Good
0: booming voice. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you know our friend Casey Baker, he's like this he's like almost like this myth out there (laughs) (laughs) he is very he's like this legendary myth of the of casey baker yeah so um it was me and him we got recruited and shanna wasn't really involved with it it was her brother who taught the swing class okay yep and um so yeah so for a couple months i learned how to swing dance i i probably still remember how to charleston
1: that's really cool you should teach me
0: It's a little tricky. A little Charleston. Um, (laughs) A little Charleston. A little Charleston. Um, But it was really weird because we would go like every afternoon. Mm -hmm. Like I would pick up Casey. We'd go to practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And like a lot of the girls that were dancing there, like they were all like from our class. So we knew Mm -hmm. them like we knew everybody. And it was fun. Um, I just remember one time. There was no, it was just me, Casey, and then Shanna's brother who's teaching the class, just practicing our moves. Mm -hmm. And we were doing like, we were trying, I think he was seeing how much we could like learn in a short period of time. Uh And there was this one time where he had us go back to back, right? And then lock. You and Casey? Yeah. Lock arms with each other. Uh And me being, having really low center of gravity. (laughs) Here we go again.
1: Think it all comes back.
0: His job was to flip me over. like oh, okay. So we were back to back yep. and our arms were like locked into each other like we were holding a backpack.
1: And he had to like flip you over his head. Over his head. Yeah. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> so I I think it's like, I'm pretty sure you count down or whatever, like mm-hmm. ready, go. And then I push up while he pulls, uh-huh. right? All I remember is being midair <laughs> and just gravity going terminal speed. Nope. (laughs) It was like I was up and then all of a sudden I was on the ground. (laughs) And Casey going, oh my God. (laughs) Are you okay? Did you make
1: it over his head? Or did you just go straight up and straight down? I think I went
0: straight up and then I just fell on him. (laughs) Like we both just fell to the ground and... Oh. It, like it knocked the air out of me i bet yeah so i mean that that was one moment that i always remember with casey because it was just like it was so ridiculous <laughs> that like these two marching band kids and like band guys mm-hmm. just going to practice like at the time we didn't even have a dance partners yet we were just like yeah. going to practice just us two that's funny. trying to figure out the moves
1: yeah that's a good story. Like we
0: dedicated ourselves, we legit dedicated ourselves for however many months that uh-huh. was to that dance recital, Wizard of Oz. And I, I, I don't remember if I had a line because okay. we were part of the storyline or something like that. Yep. But I just remember, yeah, I don't remember the song that we did, but I remember we had green shirts oh. um, with khakis. Okay. And like, I think we had like suspenders or something like that.
1: Maybe you were part of the Emerald City. I,
0: yeah, I think so. That would make sense. Emerald City swing, maybe? I don't remember. Mm. But it was a fun time. Yeah. It, it was like, I can't believe that was a part was of my fun, life. fun
1: random experiences. Yeah. I like that story.
0: Yeah. Do you have any other activities people might not have known about you? If not, um, we can wrap wrap it up and move on to guilty pleasures on the next episode.
1: The only other super random one I can think of, and this is just a quick story, is I was apparently really good at push-ups for one part of my life because I made it into the push-up contest in junior high. Whoa. In seventh grade.
0: How do you get into the push-up contest? I don't know. Do as many push-ups as I must as have possible. done
1: more push-ups than anybody in my gym class.
0: I kind of remember that, but I don't yeah did they have the whole student body watching
1: yes because it was part of a big it was probably part of like a homecoming pep rally mm. where like the the school-wide push-up contest was one of the events that oh. they did because i remember ha- like me introvert like having to come out in <gasps> front of the entire student body and how did like that du- feel terrible and oh man petrifying you should have
0: been listening to my walk-on music <laughs> i should have stone cold steve austin's walk-on music yeah
1: my nickname was, they called me like the Grave Digger because my last <laughs> name was Graves. So I was
0: like, Who made that up?
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: Who, I want to talk to you. I want to shake your hand. I don't know. The Grave Digger. But
1: it was the Grave Digger. This
0: is not something I knew. This really? is a brand new thing. You
1: knew this. You I knew, knew it was the, in the push-up contest. I knew
0: the push-up contest, but this Grave, nickname? The grave Digger <laughs> takes it to the, the new level.
1: Yeah.
0: Because all I can think of is a monster truck yeah the grave digger
1: okay i think and
0: just like (laughs) looking you visually probably in seventh grade just tiny tiny just (laughs) called the grave digger
1: doing push-ups yeah because i think i want to i don't know why this number is sticking out to me in my head i feel like within my gym class to win because they had like girls and boys Mm -hmm. and to win among the girls i want to say i did something along the lines of 42 push-ups in Mm -hmm. 60 seconds okay something like that and All that right. was like the winning number wow and then in the big pep rally i don't know if we had another 60 seconds
0: were they strict on like yeah form? you had
1: to like girls we had to touch our nose to like a fist okay. like somebody had their fist under and we had to touch our nose oh okay yeah, yeah and guys i think had to touch their chest okay and so if your nose didn't touch it didn't count mm. and then i think you only had like so much yeah. time
0: your, your your butt probably couldn't be sticking up i would imagine you'd have
1: to have decent ish form form yeah and get your nose down too i don't remember how many did i how many i did on competition day but i'm pretty sure 42 got me it was either or 42 was my competition day or i did 42 to qualify (laughs) i don't know you're a beast back then i you know
0: look at you (laughs) the grave digger
1: grave digger that's
0: intense babe (laughs) holy
1: cow. you didn't know did you
0: no see so i've got this is exactly why we have these conversations (laughs) and i hope that whoever you're with right now maybe you have an opportunity to get to learn something new i mean we live with each other all the time we're with each other all the time how did i not know
1: the whole story yeah now you know after being together for 12 years yeah you know the whole story.
0: But I know it all now.
1: <laughs> that was my last secret. Yeah. <laughs> I have no more secrets.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Um, please use this as a inspiration to have your own little conversations about <laughs> things you might not know about the people that you love. Yeah. Yeah. And we hope that we gave you a little bit of a break.
1: Give me a break. Give, Give me a break. A break. Break me off, off a, a piece of, of that, that peanut butter.
0: <laughs> I think that's, I don't know. <laughs> we're going to end it right there. The next episode, we'll, 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 sorry we had to cut this short. We're already, we're a good amount of time in.
1: <laughs> it's probably best for the best.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we'll, we'll pick up on guilty pleasures at some point because we have some fun stories. Yeah. So I hope that you're all staying well. Um, Any final words from the Grave (laughs) Digger?
1: Practice some push-ups.
0: Practice push-ups.
1: Now is the best time to do it.
0: Are we going to do push-ups later?
1: We did push-ups earlier today. Okay. We can do more if you want. Maybe. We'll try.
0: We got time. Do a few. That's true. We got time.
1: Nothing better to do.
0: We got time, people. All right. (laughs) This is uh, another episode of Kitchen Table Convos. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you.